Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to AMBETS Radio. At AMBETS Radio, we're dedicated to providing the who, what, where, when, and why of everything AMBETS nationwide. For over 50 shows now, AMBETS Radio not only educates, but tries to inspire all veterans serving veterans with interviews that are not only thought-provoking, but through humor, decades of wisdom, lots of great stories, and of course, information about AMBETS. It's our goal at AMBETS Radio that after hearing this show, you'll walk away different than you arrived. We thank you for taking the time to listen to AMBETS Radio. And for more information, including upcoming shows or previous ones, visit AMBETSRadio.com. Now sit back and relax, buckle up and get ready, because the AMBETS Radio train is about to leave the station. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward, how much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you know what you're worth, then go out and get what you're worth. But you've got to be willing to take the hits and not pointing fingers saying you ain't where you want to be because of him or her or anybody. Cowards do that and that ain't you. You're better than that. I'm always going to love you no matter what. No matter what happens. But until you start believing in yourself, you ain't going to have a life. First and foremost, I'd like to welcome you to AMBETS Radio Show number 74. One show away from. And there are people who could be listening who said that show's not going to last episodes. Well, guess what? You're wrong. Many would say that, oh, this show's not going to last 50 shows. But they were wrong, too. And what I learned, which was the best part of the 2018 AMBETS National Convention, is that I'm not alone. Not only not alone, that there are people who love this show and who need this show and who want this show to continue. And as the host of this radio, I want to encourage you today to let you know, see, I really don't know how to quit. A lot of people quit on me. I've had a lot of things quit on me. I've had a lot of people quit on me. But the fact remains that I'm still standing. But this time, I'm not alone. <laughs> Before I co-host on and we get into this show, I want to remind you that although some of you might know the background of this show and how it started 
and how we're supported. There are a lot of you that don't know how this show started. And if you're listening right now, I want you to quickly go in a hot tub time machine back to May, actually technically April of 2017, when the idea hit me about 2 o'clock in the morning. I was hired to put together a website for Ambets Tennessee. That's the business I'm in. It's called Painter's Dream Productions, website design, audio, video production. I got a call from a client of mine that said, hey, I've got a guy that needs a website. He's with Ambets. Now, I never heard of Ambets. He said, give him a, she said, give him a call. I said, okay. So I called him. He said, here's what we're trying to do. Here's what we need. I said, okay. I built him a website, which is ambetstennessee.org. And then the conversation came up. I asked him, I said, well, how do you promote Ambets? Oh, well, Ambets is all over the country. I said, it is. And I searched, and I could see there was a headquarters. And then I came to find out that there were posts all across the country. I said, wow. I said, what do they do to advertise? Well, I don't know, he said. So I went to look. I saw some web traffic. I saw some little bit of social media, not very much. I said, okay. And I went to bed that night. And in the middle of the night, I got woken up with the thought, how can I help promote Ambets Tennessee? Because that's where I live. So I had the idea of starting this radio show when I called my contact, the public relations officer, and said, hey, I got an idea. What do you think? Well, how much does it cost, he said. And I told him, he said, that's very affordable. He said, let me see what I can do. He made a phone call. He called me back. He said, let's do it. Thus the birth of Ambet's Tennessee Radio, which Ambet's Tennessee Radio lasted 16 episodes until we got invited to the National Convention, which then, after two shows after the convention, we were then told to change the name of the radio show to Ambet's Radio. And here we are, 74 shows later. And it's been rough. It's been self-funded by posts, states of AMBETS, and myself. And I knew I had a team because Dan Koob, the state commander for Tennessee, has always loved this show and through the Elks and through Tri-City Military Affairs Council, uh, even to recently a company called Veterans Web Design. And then, of course, the state of Tennessee put money in to take the show four months through. And, of course, I got sick with the acute pancreatitis and was out three weeks and gave them a credit for four because I wasn't there even though we had a show anyway. And we have continued on and now being invited to the national convention. There was an opportunity, so I was told that uh, the discussion of funding would take place. So I knew going into the show that we were going to possibly get funded. But I also knew that there was a possibility that we wouldn't. I didn't care because, again, money is not what it's about. It's about purpose. We're here for a purpose. 
And what I've learned over the last 74 shows is not only is God faithful, but he used this, this show to change the lives of so many people around us. And this weekend, I came into this conference pretty beaten up, physically, mentally drained, feeling like I was alone. But I was wrong. And God was about to show me through the people that I was going to meet. Not only did they love the show, but they cared about me. And I can't tell you what that meant to me. A lot of people don't know personally what's going on to me, and none of them will know. It's no one's business. But what my business is is to run a radio show that forces us to talk about AMVETS, and that's what we've done. So I wanted to take this first moment not knowing if – I know we're going to have another show, Show 75. After that, clueless, we're out of funding. Of course, if you're a Christian, you know that it's God's job to provide. He says, I shall provide, Jehovah Jireh. So I trust he's going to. I don't know how. I don't know when. But you know what I do know? There are a group of people that love this show. And there's a couple announcements toward the end of this show that we're going to make. And you're only going to hear it if you listen in. Now, we've got three interviews that we're going to be playing. The show did so well at the national convention that we ran an hour and 45 minutes over our allotted time. And so I didn't want these interviews to not be heard. So as I promised, an amazing Paralympic trainer and veteran, Kevin Stone, that I would play his interview. We even met a representative from St. Jude's, Ashley Ramsdale. She's going to join us in this show. Dan Koob joined us there as well. And finally, an interview from a man who is truly a man who has a heart, not only for AMVETS and not only for veterans, but a heart for AMVETS Radio. And if it wouldn't have been for him, AMVETS Radio would not have been at the National Convention. And that's the state commander of Arkansas, Terry Reese, who does not want credit. And we keep arguing back and forth on if I was going to play this interview. And I playing it because it matters you matter arkansas matters and unless people know where we're at can they understand what we need to do allow me this opportunity to bring on my co-host with the most mr alex conley how you doing sir Harry, I'm doing great. I mean, you headed back to Tennessee a little early because I'm still down here in Florida. I'm having a great time. Right now, I'm currently at Amvets Post 15 here in Fort Pierce, Florida. I'm being hosted by the wonderful Miss Terry Stickney. She's the ladies' auxiliary president here, and her husband, and they, he's the sad facts. He's the saddest in this region. And it is just amazing time. They're doing poker bingo to raise some money for some of the amazing programs they've got going on down here, Perry. But 74 shows, Perry. So, Can you believe it? So Can you believe it? While you rub it in that you're still there, you're, you're rubbing it in <laughs> that you're still there and that we're not, we're not there. You know, you, you, you got what luxury you have, my friend, how much you are. 
how blessed you are to be there, and thank you. Well, and again, hey, as I'm I stated because... in the introduction, go ahead. I'm blessed because, Perry, I, I have an announcement. Tomorrow, AMVETS Radio will be doing a live Facebook feed from the National Navy SEAL Museum here in Fort Pierce, Florida. Well, and that's actually part of our announcement and special announcement that's going to happen at the end. So hold mm-hmm. all announcements. I know you're excited because I really want people to listen to this show to be able to understand when we why I waited so long. So without further ado, let's at least run the national anthem, and then we've got these three interviews. And in between the interviews, I'm going to go ahead and we'll talk about these people prior to the interview, of course, without, especially in regards to Kevin and without relating that news yet. I want to hold off until the end as well. Is there anything about where you're at now before we do the national anthem that, that you wanted to talk about? Well, I wanted to talk because – this post here in Fort Pierce, it's post 15. It, it's actually mostly run by the ladies auxiliary and the sons and the sad sacks. They're, they're dwindling a little bit on their AMVETS membership. And if you are in the Fort Pierce, Port St. Lucie area of Florida, come on down to Fort post 15. If you're a veteran, sign on up. They're amazing people. They do a wonderful thing for the community. They're constantly raising funds for programs to benefit St. Jude's, to benefit local hospitals, and to benefit veterans in the area. So once again, please, if you're in the Port St. Lucie, Fort Pierce area of Florida, and you're a veteran listening to this show tonight, come on down to Post 15, sign up. They'd love to have you. They need more invests. That's what it's all about, isn't it? It is, Perry. And that's one of the things that we at Invets Radio pride ourselves on. We're here for veterans. We're here for AMVETS. We're here for auxiliary. We're here for sons. We're here for sad sex. We're here for juniors. And we're here to broadcast what it's all about, and we're here to get the word out. And hopefully later on, a lot of department commanders will hear this. We'll listen to a couple department commanders talk who support the show. But if you're a post, if you're a department commander out there and you're listening, if you donate, to AMVETS Radio, you can buy slots. We will talk about your department as much as you want, but I'll leave the sales to Perry. And if you're listening, and if you're already feeling led to do that, send an email to AMVETSRadio at gmail.com with your contact information, and we will get back to you. In the meantime, let's go ahead and do our national anthem, and we'll go ahead and get AMVETS Radio. Show number 74 started right now. Please stand.
Well, one thing's for sure, Alex, and that is whenever you play that national anthem, you can't help but think about AMBETS, can you? I can't. It gives me goosebumps every time, Perry. I mean, not only do I think of AMBETS, I think of the veterans that served, that gave that ultimate sacrifice all the way back to when Francis Scott Key was sitting on that prisoner of war boat outside the harbor, and he watched as the fort was bombarded constantly, and yet that flag still stood. And all of the men and women who have stood to defend that flag ever since. Yes. Our first guest and our first interview, and, and again, these three interviews that we're going to be playing were live at the National Convention but did not make the live feed. And so it is pre-recorded, but I know it's going to be a blessing to you. We're going to first do uh, Ashley from St. Jude's, Alex, and then we'll go ahead and do Kevin, and then we'll do Terry. So if you want to go ahead and introduce or maybe just spend a minute or so talking about Ashley, and we'll play her interview. Well, Perry, it was actually kind of a coincidence. I was coming back into the convention center, and I saw Amy, who was the current hospital chairman for the National Ladies Auxiliary, and standing next to her was Ashley Ramsdale, who is the coordinator for AMVETS at St. Jude's. And I saw Ashley, and I said, good luck, and I was wishing her luck in her election. And she introduced me to Ashley, who's an amazing person, does amazing things for St. Jude's, and coordinates for AMVETS on the donations and the contributions to making sure that hospital runs. Now, Ashley has a, a prevalence and a care, as does everybody at St. Jude's, for these children. And if you are in the Memphis area, I, I highly encourage you to stop by St. Jude's. And if you have any donations, she'll talk about that later in the show. But she's an amazing person, wonderful guest on the show, and this was an amazing interview, Perry. Well, let's go ahead and roll it. This is Ashley Ramsdale from St. Jude's live at the 2018 AMBETS National Convention. Well, Perry, we have our next guest here. Ashley Ramsdale is actually from St. Jude. She is here earlier talking with the Ladies of Glory. Hold on a second. Wait. Okay, I've got to go get ready to wait. Okay. Nope, my phone. I'll, I'll see you over there. All right, thank you, man. You are. Until next time. Thank you. You okay? Yeah. A lot of information in a very short period of time. Brain is really overwhelmed at the moment. <laughs> um, your name, please? Ashley Ramsdale. With? St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Oh, good. Mm -hmm. um, where did you come from? <laughs> <laughs> well, as convention works, I was coming outside from the tent and uh, ran into Amy, our hospital, ladies auxiliary hospital chair. And then I also ran into several of the other ladies from programs, and I was like, hey. And I was like, I'm so sorry, Amy. You know, we were talking about how Christy Fry is running against her for hospital, and, you know, Amy remembered that I'm from Tennessee, and she's like, oh, Ashley's from St. Jude's up in Tennessee. I was like, oh, we support you quite a bit. Ashley is from St. Jude's <laughs> Children's Hospital in Memphis. I mean... Us Tennessee boys got to recognize what good work is done in our department. Well, n not only that, St. Jude's has been a, a big part of AMBATS. It has. So this is the first time we've had somebody directly from St. Jude's 
come on to talk about this. So what we're going to do... I wish you was on earlier. ...is this interview, just so you know. Um, it's not part of our national convention live feed because it's over. Okay. But what we're going to do is we're going to include this interview in our next show. Okay. And so, again, it's, it's just amazing how all of these interviews, all of these situations uh, come up, and even though we didn't plan on it. And the funny thing uh, is, Perry, is we were given a list of guests and still beating my feet out here in the hallway, I recognize the amazing potential within these people. And I hear their stories. And I, I, even though we have a full packed show, we're what, almost an hour over now? Yeah. I, no, you're over an hour. <laughs> I mean, you know what, Perry? It's none of my business. Here's just, my thing. We had I this, just got to hit record. You know what I mean? We hit this full pack show, and we have these amazing people with these amazing stories doing amazing things. And what are we here to do? We're here to report it, Perry. We're here that's, to talk about it, and we're here to give the information to our viewers and the people of AMVETS and everyone listening on what is going on with all things AMVETS. And what bigger thing could be AMVETS than St. Jude's? The who, what, where, when, and why. What, what else could be more AMVETS than St. Jude's? Something that's been around almost since the induction of AMVETS. I... You know me. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I just hit record and go, and I deal. Listen, when we started this, May 2017, did we ever dream <laughs> that we would be at Show 72? I mean, I know we wanted it. I never we, dreamed we'd be at National Convention. Yeah, that was <laughs> never even part of no. the plan. The plan. The plan was just to push Tennessee. So Ashley doesn't know. Do you know much about AMVETS Radio? So I do not. I so didn't no, th learn today. When, when we I started, we started as, as AMVETS Tennessee Radio. Okay. So we started as the Department of Tennessee's radio show. I wasn't even on it at that it, point. It was just an advertising arm to push the post in Tennessee. That's great. And we, it, it, it traveled all over the world then, and we had show 15, and at show, 60, or at show 15... Dan called me and said, uh, we, want, we want to take Ambit's Tennessee Radio to the National Convention. Now, I didn't know what that meant. Mm -hmm. I thought, oh, a little place in the Marriott, a little room, it'll be great, you know, fine, whatever. <laughs> well, come to find I was in Norfolk, Virginia, and I began to do some research, and at that time, I then saw um, Harold Chapman on Fox News, or if he's on some news channel about something, and I said, oh, that's Ambit's. And I'm like... I mean, I didn't realize what I had because I was only on a state level dealing with state right. issues. And we come to the convention, had two shows, and it, w it was awesome. And then two shows later, I get a call from Dan, and he said, they, want, they think we need to change the name of the radio show from Ambits Tennessee to Ambits Radio. And I was like, well, that would include other states. He says, uh, yeah. <laughs> and I said, okay, uh, never done this before. Um, that's a lot of people. Uh, okay. <laughs> and here we are, 72. And now to find out that MS Radio is being invited to go to Tokyo. We're going international at this point. Talk could you ever, Dan, could you ever imagine that we'd be going international? No, never. That was never a part of it. I mean, I was just trying to help out Gordon. That was my, that was, yeah. that's all I wanted to do was to help one veteran. Then we're going to the Olympics. To, and again, so, but, but, I mean, first of all, what, what, no, what a lot of people don't know about me, which you're going to, because of you being here, your founder 
used to buy clothes for my father. Oh, wow. Him and his wife used to go to the Beverly Hills Hotel frequently. My father and grandparents had a store in there called Rex Men's Apparel, and they would shop there. Wow. So I've always known about St. Jude's in that manner, but never did I think that would, after all these years, to have that connection. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it, it, it I, I never, even the first time when you mentioned you guys give to St. Jude's, I was, oh, in the back of my mind, I'm like, wow, that's pretty cool. You know, just not wow. knowing. And look at all that, that you guys have done. And because you are a representative of them, I need you to deliver a message. Okay. And I am nobody. But I want to first ask. Hold on. To ever whoever your boss is, tell them thank you. Hello. Because I know people who've been affected and had nowhere to go. And because of what St. Jude's does, they no longer have a bill. They don't have to worry about anything but love their child. And I think that's a very powerful thing to represent. And the fact that you've been chosen to be a part of that and to now talk about it um, to we don't know who. It could be a soldier in Iraq listening. It could be a person in who knows where. But just understand that you've been invited on this show um, because what, what you're doing matters to a lot of people. And what you're going to say, no pressure, uh, is going to reach whoever ears that needs to hear it. And so thank you for taking the time to to do this. I would definitely like to ask one thing to caveat under that. One, could you start off with telling us what brought you to convention and then two, giving us that statement of what St. Jude does and sure. give us that mission statement. Yeah, so um, I have worked with St. Jude a little over eight years. Um, for the last three years, I've worked with the American Veterans uh, Ladies Auxiliary. Did you start at like the age of five or something? <laughs> I did not. I started right <laughs> out of college. Um, so, so I graduated college in May, started at St. Jude in August, um, and I have always worked with volunteers, um, and then about five years ago started working with different partnerships. So that's how I got involved with AMVET. Mm -hmm. um, and so this is actually my first convention that I have been able to be a part of. It's a good one to be And why are you here? So, yeah, so I'm here, um, I work directly with Amy Stapira, who is the hospital officer for the Ladies Auxiliary, and so they invited us to come and um, to share more about St. Jude and what we do, and also to accept checks. So we um, were able to accept over $50,000 wow. worth of checks from you all, which is incredible. And the, the best... $50,000 in checks yeah. from the men and women of AMVETS. But the, really the most amazing part of it to me was um, the 5 through 18 year olds in the juniors category. Um, they actually uh, gave us a check for over $7,000. This is 5 to 18 year olds. And, and that was the program organized by the juniors outgoing president, Chris, uh, Courtney Cummings, who we had on the show yesterday. That was her project and she raised over $7,000 for St. Jude's. And these are just kids. Yeah. These are just, mm -hmm. you know, uh, but that's that's why civics is so important. We talked about this earlier in the show. Civics, you know, instilling these values within our youth that you know we are we can make the difference in a person's life, just like St. Jude's has made the lives of so many children and families across America. Well, I know our post in Cleveland, Tennessee, mm -hmm. is having a poker run, a St. Jude's poker oh, run oh. tomorrow. Okay. And our post only has 50 veterans. They're not a big post at all, mm -hmm. but. 
I guarantee you by the time tomorrow evening rolls around, it would be $6,000 to St. Jude. Wonderful. And the State Department of Tennessee, I went over there with our public relations officer and presented a check for $2,000 right at St. Jude's Hospital, the first time we'd ever been there. And they took us to the tour mm-hmm. of your facility. Very impressive. What did you think? Very impressive. I no, no was touched. To see those kids in those wheelchairs, you know, it's touched to your heart. It's an amazing place. Now, now, Ashley, when we go up there, can we just ask to work with you? Like, can we just be like, hey, she came to the National Convention. We know she's here. She's in Memphis. We know it. <laughs> sure. She's going to accept the check. No one else. Yeah, so um, Rich Peterson and I both work together um, on the Invest Partnership, and so either one of us would be happy to give anyone towards that coming through Memphis, um, just give us a call and we'd be happy to do that. That's awesome. And we recently just started a post in Memphis. Right. So you're going to be working with them quite a bit. And Great. We can see if we can get in touch with them and try to make sure we can build that partnership even stronger mm-hmm. since that's in their backyard. Well, we have a pathologist over there, Elizabeth Owens, that works at St. Jude. Okay. She's the one that wanted to start an Ambit okay. post. And we are trying to get authorization to have called the Danny Thomas Ambit post oh, wow. 62. Hasn't hasn't happened yet, mm-hmm. but we're trying, and we're have a lot of St. Jude's uh, employees that are going to be part of the ambassador. That's great. Are you a? Uh, are you, were you in the military? I was not. Was your father or mother one? They were not. No. Grandparents. Grandparents. Grandfather. You're you're eligible for the ladies auxiliary. <laughs> and so when Post 62 is already formed, mm-hmm. when they get rolling, talk to Elizabeth Owens. Okay. Ever the salesman, Dan <laughs> Dan has, and actually this is, last convention he had to run around like a maniac. Oh this yeah. time he didn't have to. No. Now, no. now Ashley, what, what do you guys do for children, for those of you, for those of us out here who may not know about what amazing things St. Jude's does? Sure, so I think you, we treat kids from all over the world, no matter if they're race or religion, if their family can't pay, we take them anyway. Um, and families never receive a bill for their treatment at St. Jude. We cover the cost of treatment, travel, housing, and food. And really the reason why we do that is because we want the families to be able to focus on what matters most, and that's helping their child live. Now, is there a specific guideline on who can be accepted, or do you have to apply to come to St. Jude? Yeah, that's a great question. So we actually have three requirements to come to St. Jude. You have to be under the age of 18 years old. There's some country music going on in the back. <laughs> you have to have a disease that we're currently treating, and you also have to have a doctor's referral to come to St. Jude. Okay. And well, we I also, um, in addition to that, we primarily treat pediatric cancer. That's what most people associate with St. Jude. Um, but we also treat things like pediatric HIV, AIDS, and sickle cell. We actually have one of the largest pediatric sickle cell programs in the world at St. Jude. Mm. Now, what about TSACs, anything like along those lines? Or, or do you just focus on what you guys say that all you treat at this current time? Yeah, so at this current time, it's primarily pediatric cancer, but there are also other uh, types of diseases that we are researching at St. Jude. We are a research facility. So you probably have heard of cases um, or heard it said that St. Jude treats um, some of the most rare cases or cases that other hospitals won't take. So um, there are instances where we will look to develop a protocol if it's a very rare disease as well, um, but primarily pediatric cancer. Okay. Very good. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Now, 
what have you noticed about AMVETS that, like, did you choose this partnership to work on? Were you set on it, or how how do you like this partnership? I yeah, mean, so as, um, from an outsider's perspective, don't feel sure. like you have to be a yes person. I mean, if sure. if you hate it, tell us you hate <laughs> it. Let's be real. Not at all. So I am um, actually work with six different national partnerships. Mm-hmm. Um, as part of my role at St. Jude, and AMVETS is a very special one because people help us in all different ways, um, and it's really nice to see you using your talents and gifts to be able to give back. So um, one of the coolest fundraisers in my mind is being able to use your post as a way to fundraise. So um, we provide pinups that have the little patient on them. People can um, make a donation, write their name on them, and you can hang them up all over your post. So just different things like that is incredible um, of how you guys support us. We don't have that, but when they get your business card. Yes, we are happy to send. Yeah, we're happy to send those out. And actually, we have a couple business cards here. You don't have any on you at this current moment, but in the audience right now, we do have Amy who is going to be able to get it to us. And so, we have the resources. Just like they said in the Six Million Dollar Man, we have the money, we have the knowledge, we can rebuild him. <laughs> Is there anything you wanted to further? Well, since we have Amy here, we're just bringing Amy on. <laughs> Amy, if you'd like to introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Amy Stapara, National Ambest Ladies Auxiliary Hospital Chairman. A lot of words. It is a lot of words. A lot of words. <laughs> Amy is in charge of the hospital, and this is actually how I met Ashley today. They were talking outside. They were getting ready to discuss it in front of the sons of Ambest, and it was just amazing, Perry. I mean. I mean, you've been working with Ashley for what, two? The last year. Last year, okay. Yeah. And if you win again this year, it'd be two years Correct. consecutively. How, how does this partnership work? Like, how do you guys come up with ideas to, to get the auxiliary and St. Jude's on a path of streamlined success? Well, basically, that kind of comes down to me creating a project, coming up with an idea of what I want to do, which I brought little things along for Ashley to take home with her. Um, And then I just contact St. Jude and say, hey, Ashley Rich, guess what? I need this, 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 and this. And they say, okay, yes. And they're out of our backyard in Memphis. Correct. And why why have we not been blessed with her presence yet? Why have you kept this from us, Amy? Because we invite St. Jude to our national convention every year, and we always try to get a family locally, if possible, but she, to join us. But she said that she's never been to convention before. No, she's always been able to. It's never worked out for Ashley right. to join us. But, yeah. but we have always received somebody from their now office. Have you ever asked Ashley to join Invets before the auxiliary? Ashley and I got to meet when I did my mm-hmm. tour but I only met her briefly, honestly, just during lunch. Literally. Okay. (laughs) I met with Kamisha Mm -hmm. during my tour of St. Jude. So I had only spoke to Ashley, like, on the phone or Mm -hmm. mainly by email. So how has St. Jude's helped? Have you been able to witness the fruits of the money that we have donated now, like, what does that go to, actually, at St. Jude's? Yeah, so Amy actually got to come, as she said, Kamisha Wilson, who um, was the, before me, she was the partnership manager from St. Jude uh-huh. um, with the AMBES. 
businesses, she was actually able to give Amy a tour of the facility um, and be able to show her really what the money is going toward. But, um, you know, as I said before, we cover the cost of treatment, travel, housing, and food for the families. So, um, really, it's helping children all over the world, in the United States and all over the world. Alan, when you tour the facility, take Kleenexes because when you see those sweet, beautiful faces as you're walking around, and they smile at you or they say hi, you just, it's you amazing. Melt. Yes, you do. You melt. I have a hard time even watching the commercials. So, I mean, <laughs> the fact that you, I mean, sometimes they're just so, again, you know, television has done an amazing job to communicate all the different things. Um, my 14-year-old, who if there's an ASC, uh, ASPCA commercial, she I've got to change it. Otherwise, she's breaking into my bank thing. She'll, I mean, she's like, yeah, we've got to send money right now. And I'm like, man, wait till she gets old enough and she watches TV. She's going to empty out her bank account to every single thing that comes on that television. I said, you've got to pick wisely what it is that And you that have you to have some knowledge about it. And, I mean, there are several hospitals out there offering services that they claim to be similar to St. Jude, but I don't think anybody can compare to what St. Jude's truly doing out there. Very correct. And also, as Ashley had told you about the pinups, I actually have a few samples of the pinups, and let me tell you, the kids on these pinups... Where are you so from? Thinking I'm from Pennsylvania. Okay. She's Eastern. I, I, she's from the East Coast like me. I kind of can sense it with that. There's, there's very little R's in her vocabulary. <laughs> So, like, I, I hear, like, water, you know, stuff like that, yeah. and it, it's, it just reminds me of home. But, I'm coming back to the brand. Are you feeling better there? You, you I'm okay? coming back to the brand. <laughs> coming back to the brand. And I'm so glad I could add it. Christine would say. Just kidding. Coming back to the brand. How can the people at home donate to St. Jude's? How can they get, like Perry would say, their bank account empties into yours? So there's a few different ways to do that. I would say um, probably the best thing to do is to contact the hospital chair within the ladies auxiliary um, because we want to make sure that if any donations are coming in from the embeds that they are counting towards the larger total that you all present to us at convention every year. And where, what's that information? Um, that information they can get from their local auxiliaries. Um, all local auxiliary posts or embeds posts have a local auxiliary or at least somewhere around close um, can have that information. There's a local hospital chairman. If there's, there's an auxiliary, if there's an auxiliary there, there's a local hospital chairman. If not, um, talk to your ambits. They can get you in contact with it, the department. Now, you don't just have to out. donate through ladies auxiliary. Ambits can donate to St. Jude's as well. Ambits can donate to St. Jude's, so can the sons of the ambits. So if, some, so if somebody writes a check or makes a donation on AMBET's website and they can delineate where they want it to go, you can just put St. Jude's and, and then that would go in the proper channel, correct? Correct, as long as you send it through the proper channel, Jeff. Awesome. And how could they send it directly if they chose to? Yeah, so if, it, um, if anyone wanted to send it directly to the hospital, um, I would encourage you to send that in attention to Rich Peterson. That way, again, he can make sure that it is credited towards AMBA. Awesome. Awesome. If you're listening to AMBETS Radio, you're already interested in building the organization. And we all know that the key to our continued growth is getting the Gulf War and later veterans involved. 
So I want to suggest that you go to communicate with them where they already are. That's right, online. Your post needs a fresh, current web page and a Facebook page to bring them there. Veterans Web Design is just who you need to help get the job done. At Veterans Web Design, their mission is to help veteran service organizations grow and prosper through the use of the Internet. To find out more, visit www.veteranswebdesign.com. If you served honorably in our nation's armed forces and you're looking for a way to continue serving your fellow veterans and your community, then join AMVETS. Each year, AMVETS members volunteer millions of hours at VA healthcare facilities from coast to coast, helping to improve the lives of their fellow veterans through the VA Voluntary Services Program. AMVETS posts and departments also participate in a wide variety of community service projects, ranging from Americanism in our schools to supporting the Special Olympics and Boy Scouts of America. Even if you no longer wear the uniform today, you can still serve through the AMVETS by joining today at amvets.com. Welcome back to AMVETS Radio Show number 74, August 14, We just got through the first interview, which is with Ashley Ramsdale of St. Jude's. And Alex, our second interview is with a gentleman that you met. And of course, obviously, in that interview, we mentioned a little bit of it, but I don't want to give too much away. But just share how you met Kevin. And uh, without giving too much away, let the interview speak for itself. But just give people a, a sense and an idea where this connection came from. Well, Perry, we were at the convention. And anybody who's ever been to an Invest National Convention, there's a expo within the center. And there's booths set up everywhere. And Kevin Stone, amazing man, amazing disabled veteran. But, you know, me and him, we started talking when he sat to pause for cause booth. And just by sharing the stories, we actually found out we are very similar in our military services and injuries and, and service areas where we were stationed. And it was just an instant connection. And when I heard his story, a lot, well, a lot of the similarities built a bond between us, but then he, he sprang something on me that, you know, I, I, I couldn't help but say, of course, to, And I called you directly, and I said, Perry, we have an opportunity that we can't pass up on. And, of course, you're like, let's do it. Let's make it happen. So we had him on the show. He, he, he talked about pause for a cause and some on, of the great things wait, he does. Wait, no, no, but, but... – no, no, but dude, but here's what's funny about that story. You didn't tell me what he looked like. I didn't know the guy. You were gone because you had to go do the voting. And so there's a gentleman yeah. in a wheelchair with his dog there. I didn't know his <laughs> name. I didn't know anything about him. So originally, and I, I almost thought I disrespected him. I didn't mean to. I just said, sir, I, I have a feeling you're supposed to be our next interview. He said, well, I, I heard that's what I was going to be doing. I said, well, what's your name and who you are and where are you from and what's the story? And so as he begins this interview, he's talking about you, Alex, where how, how you guys have a lot in common. So without further ado, let's go ahead and let's go to Kevin Stone, who is the, the Paralympic trainer and veteran. And uh, I think you all will get a, a, a kick about where this interview goes. It was definitely not something I would ever imagine with Ambet's radio, but, you know, when God is in control, uh, we are not, and that's probably the best part. Well, I had run into him. Him and I started talking. We had the same. He, he, I, I, I was like his future self. We had the same background, served in one of the same units, um, had the same challenge coins, almost the same rank, service dogs, same, 
Then we started going, okay, well, we can't pull the challenge coin issue on each other because we got the same challenge coins. So we started comparing injuries, same exact injuries, only his fall from grace, which was like 500 some odd feet or something when he, his, he got his TBI and his, his broken neck. Um, I only went 114, so he won. I had, and then we started talking about the other, and once once we found out that we were in different, er, the same units, but I was a generation, at, you know, behind him, um, or you know that that preceded, not preceded, you, you know what I mean? Yeah, I was, I was before him. Um, uh, he was interested in what I was. He had heard what I was trying to do with. My service dog, which um, Harry had made the, uh, my service dog happened to become one of the few uh, uh, civilian canines, uh, civilian dogs, to actually be enlisted into the army for the work that he was doing that we were doing with our yeah, we got another with, with our with our soldiers. And it was the command sergeant major of the army. And then after our work was done, we passed we passed this HR 1154, which was a vet's dog act with AMVETS um, to give access to all veterans um, with their service dogs, properly trained service dogs. And which I was the guinea pig going to all these bad or non-compliant VAs, let's say not bad VAs, but non-compliant VA medical facilities, um, and collecting information for congressional members, uh, myself and Paws with Cause, which represented the dog that was given to me that became an actual military member. Um, we went and we passed this law, and uh, Harry and my local post recognized his, his efforts as a true veteran that he was and gave him a membership. Anvis does not give out honorary memberships. The military does not honorarily induct somebody. The military does not honorarily um, decommission or retire a soldier uh, from its highest ranking military members. Nor does the chairman of the Joint Chiefs track you down in the middle of London to find the dog that he retired and was so proud of for making new laws that affected thousands of veterans' lives, and now it can't be buried because of the VA Act of 1973, which precludes animals from any animal, regardless of meritorious service or combat, from being buried with their handlers at a VA, at a VA cemetery. Or being buried at a VA cemetery in general. Huh? Or being buried in general. Or being buried in general. Or being buried in general. Yes. So we're not on the air yet, but I know that. I've actually been recording the entire conversation. Oh, wow. The show actually, to air the live portion of the show... Is off. Uh, is off. But, oh. this is but, but, I'm, but I'm, I'm recording the interview because I'm going to include it in our next show. And we're still live on Facebook. Yeah, I'm oh. still live on Facebook. So, again... Hey, folks. It, is, I, it, it, it runs itself. But, but, but if I would have said to you all of that, maybe you would not have been open enough to communicate the way that you did, to share the way that you did, because when he first, I didn't know even who he was. Oh, I'm sorry. Because you were here, and I didn't know anything. So anyway, but... I, I just told him that I was your future self, because, <laughs> yeah. and, and, that, and that we were com 
comparing everything from points to injuries, and you just happened to win because you went further. <laughs> you went a few further feet, feet further down the mountain. <laughs> few, few further feet down the mountain than I did. Yeah. And did you announce to Perry what we talked about this morning over the air? Uh, in regards to? Our future trip to the Paralympic Games? No, I had mentioned that. Well, uh, yeah, but again... I, I, I have been... I, I had the fortunate... Uh, what happened at the end of my military service, because I was disabled, I wanted to go in and become a teacher. I, I needed to go back on a base. I needed to serve. Um, I, I knew nothing else. Um, being a tabbed a volunteer tab personnel of a higher caliber of infantry, um, I need to keep pursuing. Surrender is not a word, which is actually within our creed, um, which I'm surprised it's in the creed because it's not a word that's <laughs> supposed to be in our creed. Uh, but uh, I need to get back. And while I was doing that, the the VA was had me sanctioned off for these special slots that were opened for veterans to that are vocationally rehabilitated to go back into government service work. Um, so I started off with with um, fine arts. I wanted to go into the Smithsonian or the Treasury Department designing <coughs> stamps and coins would have been cool. I'm a good artist. Um, now that slot disappeared while I was while I was finishing up that degree. I decided to augment it, go with a Bachelor of Music Education degree become a school teacher. That slot was still open. There were schools on bases, middle schools and high schools. By the time I got done with that program, those slots were gone, schools were out, everything was back on the economy or in the general public as we say, um, and those schools were being shut down on the major bases. So I found my way into military sports and I became an all-army athlete and a proud member of Team USA as one of their Paralympic military athletes. Wow. Yeah, and I went to, I went to Athens and I medaled and I went to Beijing and I <laughs> set records. And then I decided, well, I'm on top. I just set the re highest records. They're not going to be broken for a little while. I am going to, I am going to retire. And one of our military directors, because uh, there was um, there was originally 11 of us in during Athens. Then there was about 14 of us in Beijing. And he said, um, hey, Kevin. Uh, and I said, like, yes, Colonel. And he's like, uh, we're, you know, you've been coaching our little, our little outreach clinics with the military wounded. Um, we're, we're doing a permanent program with the U.S. Olympic Committee and Paralympic Committee military programs. We want you to be you know, the ar archery was my sport, so we want you to be, you know, the archery coach for that thing. And you'll travel you to around. Him, you'll turn around. You tour around the world, and you'll go and you'll not only put on clinics for our wounded, but you'll also train the MWR and medical personnel staff on how to do rehabilitative sports programming. And nobody we've seen so far has been able to do the things that you've been doing with our totally and visually impaired people. And you can get a visually impaired person within an hour to shoot the center of a bullseye. I don't know how you do it, but I've seen you do it. So that, that grew. My dog got inducted into the Army. He traveled with me. And... Um, after
after he retired, um, well, he stayed with me up until I was the uh, uh, coach for the uh, Warrior Transposition Battalion at Fort Belvoir, which we mirror each other. He's been to too. And um, then uh, I was very successful there. And so Special Operations Command decided to grab one of their tab down and go, uh-uh, we're taking you now. And for two years with Adam McRaven over at uh, SOCOM's Care Coalition down at McDill, or over at McDill since we're down here in Florida. Um, I enjoyed my last two years until I was handed a signed and numbered coin, which kind of means that's the end of your <laughs> the end of your career. And he said, you'll enjoy retirement. I was like, oh no. He's like, I don't have to pay you the I don't have to pay you the MedCom and DOD fees and through the U.S. Olympic Committee, I've, you've trained your own other coaches. Now I don't have to pay them through active duty. I was like, reactivate me. <laughs> it's like, you're too old. 31 years is enough, son. Take it easy, retire. And I couldn't. So I started my own U.S. government ADA business to help our veterans and the VA and anybody else in government with the American with Disabilities Act. I can't stop. I don't know how. I but, don't want But it to. gets better, Perry. It gets well, better. You're, you're, I'm wondering where this is, because again, this is intriguing. First of all, I, 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 I can't say that in my life I've ever met anybody like you and have, who has done what you've done. So first of all, thank you for your service. Well, I'm, it's been my pleasure. There's no thanks needed because I didn't sign up for thank yous, but I, I'll take the thank you. I mean, you understand that... that, that to to say that you're you've done all that you've done, uh, it is a badge of honor. It is it is. I mean, not everybody gets opportunities to do what you. No, done. And, my, and my mother said your service really didn't start. No, wait a minute. Let me back up. My mother my mother once said in an interview, the best thing that ever happened to my son's military career was him breaking his neck. Hmm. And she was right. She was she was totally right. So the, the opportunities that are being presented is because I was a I was famous for a little while <laughs> within my sport and very high in the world ranking structure and, and the circuit. Um, uh, U.S. media have always been kind to them. My teammates were very reluctant to go in front of cameras. I, I throw me in there, I'll talk away. I'm a good speaker. I'm on the U.S. Speakers Network anyway for the for the Olympic Committee, so put me up there. Go ahead. And then they um, Amvets had asked me to go and cover uh, the London Paralympic Games with our wounded because the numbers were jumping up in the w number of wounded athletes that were, and they were being they were active duty wounded members, but they were going to become veterans eventually. And so they asked me to do it, and I just called up media and said, "Hey, can I get some, can I get some uh, credentials to go to London?" They're like, "Well, yeah, Kevin, sure. You're a good photographer. We've seen your photos. You're always, you always had your big cameras with you when you're on the team. So you've been contributing to us anyway. Go as a photojournalist. Yeah, we'll give it to you." So I covered London. I covered Sochi. I covered Rio. I backed out of Korea just because I didn't know it was going to happen. How would you so, know? yeah, I didn't know. Well, I didn't know I mean, at the time. But Jedi, Jedi would not have felt safe there. No, Je no, no. Jedi would have been Kegogi in a heartbeat, even though I personally like 
the dish. Um, <laughs> we won't let him know that. He doesn't understand Korean, so he wouldn't understand that he's on the menu. Uh, however, my my triumphant ends before I would really want to stop the traveling was 2020. There is an expected 20 to 30 percent of Team USA will be our wounded veterans and active duty personnel, the highest numbers that they've ever seen because of the TBI, amputee, burn population that has been coming back, but still remaining on active duty through programs like the WTC or the Marine, and um, Marines have yep. um, Team Safe Semper Harbor. No, Team Semper Fi. Team Semper Fi and there's Safe Harbor as well. And there's Safe Harbor as but, well. But, Perry, if there's one thing we do AMVETS Radio for, it's for the veterans. The only reason why we do it. But, with numbers like that, you know, we, we do what we do for the veterans, and, and when I talked with him earlier today, he presented us an opportunity, and I'm going to let him speak on that right now, because you're going to love it. You're going to love it, Perry, and I think our listeners are going to love it, because what we do is for the veterans, and this is for them. It's just a communication tool to connect people. That's well, all it is. Well, there's even a bigger connection. Our, and this is not a slam on any network in particular, but um, our major networks that cover uh, the Olympics, uh, they leave a skeleton crew. And they have left a skeleton crew all the way up. I, I'm not, uh, I believe they did it in Korea as well, but I was in Rio and I saw what was left after the Olympics were gone and the Paralympics, you know, began. And um, I, me, I'm, my business, I, I went independently because I had no outlet, uh, no magazine outlet or um, organizational outlet to associate myself with. But the USOC media gives me have the credential. credential rights up to four, <laughs> up to four credentials, and that includes broadcasting and uh, broadcasting press and photojournalism. And I just looked at him and I said, um, hey, how would you like to go to Tokyo and help co cover the uh, military athletes? Because there's going to be 20 to 30 percent of all of Team USA is going to be military athletes, and that is our future ambits right there. And if it's not our future ambits, their stories still need to be told because they served. the media presence is not there to show it on TV or to show it on ESPN 8, the Ocho at 2 o'clock in the morning, <laughs> you know, it, it actually was on Olympic, on the Olympic channel, but due to the time frame, they never did prime time, and unless this, our one national affiliate really pours into it for Tokyo... They're, still they're not, not going to get the coverage that they deserve. They're not getting the coverage that they deserve, and their stories deserve to be told. True fact is that three runners, it doesn't matter which, which country they were from, all military, three runners, all WLAMPTs, out, outscored and broke the Olympic records of the Olympians in those same events that happened the month prior to the Paralympians. And they were Paralympians, not Olympians. And they were in track. They were faster 
than their Olympic counterparts, mm. not because of their prosthetics. Because, because they tried of, harder. It's because they tried harder. It was because of their, mili their military background. And they had and more heart. I can't say that being an athlete because I've seen both sides. I've seen us both come together. I've seen us eat together in the same galleys. And I've been, uh, I've been a on and off residential athlete at Olympic centers working right alongside those other Olympic hopefuls or those other Olympians that they knew that they were training there to go to the next games. So it's, we as athletes all understand we're one Team USA and um, I believe it was President, actually uh, President Clinton that kind of started the one, one Team One uniform idea but it was President Bush that in his announcements and his address Dress called us all Olympians. There was no difference. We were all one team, one team USA that he was proud of. And uh, these these other stories are just as compelling. I want to even say more compelling. But again, I'm not. I can't. I cannot knock our my Olympic counterparts. However, uh, in, in Nope, London. The Paralympics outsold the Olympics. Sochi, Paralympics outsold the Olympics. In Rio, with all the problems, the Paralympics, even though their funding got cut by almost 60% that was supposedly given to the Olympics because funding was being cut, and all the services, a lot of services were cut back, the city actually poured out more in droves, the city and the whole country of Brazil poured out and filled the arenas on their own. They weren't giving away the tickets like they said they were. They were coming in, they were paying a lower price, but they were still making the trek and coming in to come and see these Paralympians, and they made the games spectacular no matter what country was being there. They honored every single athlete. It was one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. And I've been a part of the biggest Paralympics ever, which was Beijing. So uh, we, we, we have this golden opportunity to take AMVETS once again, uh, which we did. To the it, forefront. To the forefront. We took them to, we took them to uh, London, and we took them to Sochi. Uh, Brazil we didn't do, but I was independent. Um, I don't know if anything happened in Korea. I doubt it. Uh, but I can, I have the fortunate ability to, to, to light the way, to light us a torch and take us to where we can go as long as the funding permits and we can go as a team and actually work alongside AFN and, and Stripes because I know those <coughs> photographers in there. Perry? <laughs> A couple things or comments or thoughts that I have. One, if funding is there is the key because you have to be able to get into the country. Mm -hmm. Two, um, if we're going to run it live, we need to make sure we have internet. Yep. If not, we can record it, which is fine, but either way. We can always um, go Facebook Live. But either way, um, to not take an opportunity that has been given such as this would be outright stupid. And I can tell you, based upon knowing my own schedule, that if the funds are there, 
Ambit's radio will be there. And we will give you everything that we have. Not because of just what you've done, but as you said, we need to get these stories out. And if, 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 if this can be something, because we can go anywhere. It's mobile. Anywhere we want. So with the opportunities there, and you're saying it is, mm -hmm. if all we have to do is find funding for it, I think it can be there. And I think it would be awesome to do that. And it would just be absolutely exciting to be able to expand that arm out like that. And we could also go to local bases in outside Tokyo and the American communities there and reach out to some of our active duty soldiers that are stationed overseas and let them know that AMVETS cares. Get some of the stories from them. My passport's good till 2019, but I can get that upgraded for another 10 years. So whatever we need to do, let's go. Let's go. I'm in. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here, folks. AMVETS Radio is going to Tokyo in 2020 for the Paralympic Games. And then, but then we have to go to 2022 and then... Oh, and, you say, and you have a problem with this, how? I don't have any problem. Wait, 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 wait a minute. 2022 would be the Winter Games in New Orleans? I'm Why not? all for that. No, that, no, that, no, that no, no, be no, fun. That is the Winter <laughs> Games. Where, where, where are we doing? Can't we? Down, it, it, wait, it, 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 I was talking about the next to the, to the convention in 2020. Oh. Yeah, but the Bethel. winter games are in New Orleans. If they're in New Orleans and it's the winter games, oh, but they usually do the convention in August. That's the that's the yeah, are the winter games uh, that's the drinking luge where they slide the alcohol down the ice block. We might have to stay in Louisiana a little bit longer. That's no, but is are we could stay at Commander Pulse's house. I'm no, sure wait. you won't mind. Where are the 2022 Olympics? The games. Well, where are the Winter Games? After twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty two. I don't remember who got the bid. I don't remember the handoff. We'll figure it out. Either way, I'm in. New Orleans to get it. Yeah, <laughs> New Orleans can't get it. No, the Winter Olympics. No, they can't. The next convention. Yeah. The next. That's a convention. Yeah, the convention, not the Olympics. I will figure this anyway, out. Anyway, I'm in. We're in. Uh, whatever, whatever we can do. We'll make this a habit. Whoop. Absolutely. You know, Great idea. Hey, you looking for help to carry on that torch with your we media company? It. Because we'll I do. I do have a job to do before that. <laughs> that's to get our one and only canine member buried properly. Oh, yeah. First so. of all, this is the MS Radio card. But this is my company that I own and I run myself. It is audio, video production, website development, social mm -hmm. media marketing. So rest assured, anything that we do, I know how to push far. Well, that's good. There are there are certain restrictions um, between EPs, P's, uh, uh, all the different things. And broadcasting rights are at a premium. However, there are different ways to get to get the media that's needed because I was I was able to provide AMVETS with um, YouTube links. I did, I, I would sit there and alongside my buddy with AFN, we would sit there for AMVETS and we did, um, we did highlights, that day's highlights from our perspective from, from the media awesome. village, from the media village lounge at night. Right. Let's um, do this. I'm I'm stoked. I'm ready. It's a good it's it's a good time, man. Is there is it anything? It's a long hour, so I mean it's because you're up early and it, well for me it is because I'm I'm editing photos, but I if, uh, being an ind independent and going as one person and working from six o'clock till twelve o'clock at night 
and not getting back to my hotel and getting like five hours sleep and getting Let's up do and it. doing it. It kind of sounds like the business I've been running for five years. It kind of sounds like convention. I mean, brother, I'm used to it. You have to, my, my hours are my clients. So I mean, I'm up at two, four, five, six, eight, yeah. nine. I can take a nap at two yep, in the yeah, afternoon. But, but, but I, 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 would have to, I would have to do the photos, the editing, and the stories all at once, and then do the highlight and... I'm pretty sure if the Tennessee State back. Service Foundation starts saving up now, they could... Uh, Set aside the budget uh, for Amvets Radio to go to the <laughs> 2020 Olympics. Oh, oh, yeah, I, I know, I know the PNCs are around that, and um, yeah, yeah, they're, they, they'd be. Oh God, Kevin's asking for money again. Crap. Well, uh, but but if they know the end result is no. to service our veterans, and they know our heart, and if it's God's will for us to go, I'll be there. Amen. I have no issue with that. Well, I know he's gone, regardless. Kevin, is, is there well, anything that we want, that you want us to, to discuss or talk about before we go to our next guest? Because we have a wonderful lady from St. Jude's in Memphis, Tennessee, here at the AMVETS National Convention in Orlando to discuss some of the wonderful programs AMVETS contributes to at St. Jude's. And the National Convention would not be complete Without, without the state commander, commander of Tennessee, Tennessee Dan, Dan Goob. So get over here and let's 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 continue forward. Well, um, I, I, I will say that the only thing that I can say afterwards is that I will need the commanders or to be past commanders help in convincing um, not only uh, our Congressman Phil Rowe, who is now the HVAC committee chair, but as well as many bearers grinder, our Tennessee commissioner, oh, yeah. to, uh, <laughs> to um, overturn the VA Burial Act of 1973. 1973, not just for one special K-9 exception, but for all and to lead the way so that we can bring peace not only to those handlers and those brave canine soldiers. And I talked to Amy Webb, I talked to several of the people up at Amvets Nationals today. Tennessee is going to be one of the first states to draft a resolution to make sure that we can push this forward all the way up to Amvets National next year by the convention to make sure that we could try to get it in Congress to pass. Because if there's anything Amvets does is we support our membership. We care about our members and we care about our veterans. And if there's one thing that irks me is that our veterans aren't able to be buried properly. I don't care whether it's canine, a horse, equine, bovine. You know, I don't think we have any bovines. But I don't know. That, I've, uh, no, have have you I been around that, the barracks that, that, late no, at that, night? No, that, that's in the mess hall. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was, was, was going to say, I've been to the barracks late at night. There's plenty of bovine hanging around there. Oh, I'm sorry, that's, that's a Watertown Buffalo joke for you Fort Drum guys. Um, but no, seriously, I, I don't care what species of veteran you are. If you served our country, if you went into combat, if you, were, if you risked your life in service of freedom, there's no reason you shouldn't be able to be buried with honor and dignity. Not only that, if you have an adorable nose just like that, how can you say no? I know. Exactly. Well, he won't be able to be buried because no. he will not never be inducted. We just happen to have had a an exceptional dog that was recognized for his service to his country and to our wounded soldiers. 
and by the highest ranking members of the U.S. Army and the Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. And again, um, Harry cannot give out by charter honorary memberships. The Army, by Congressional Act, cannot give out honorary inductions or honorary retirements. His retirement papers and his AMBETS membership card and membership over the years and the service that he's done with us on the floors um, has and and the creation of the Vet Dog Act into law um, is something that cannot be uh, cannot be ignored because it affected the lives of thousands thousands of veterans um, that are using service stocks today in hospitals and I can't think of a better way to memorialize him other than uh, rather than letting him just sit on my desk for the past 18 months across from my bed waiting to get his flag and get him into the ground um, is to actually make this better for all those dog handlers in the past give them some vindication for their dogs that were buried on private private and civic lands instead of it w they may have had ceremonies but they did not have the right to be buried alongside themselves or alongside their fellow troops that they may have saved their lives. And it's really important that for the 2,400 canine um, members that are serving today and the 700 that are now deployed at any one time, that their future, um, that, that their handlers and their service members and the squads that they serve and the people that they touch when they're off duty in the FOBs and in the rear and out in the middle of nowhere in some little hut or rut in the sand, you know, they don't have to, they, they know that, that that canine battle buddy of theirs is going to be secured in the end and honored properly. like they expect to be. Okay. And with that, I'll turn it over to my state commander. Very nice. And we need to make a resolution with our state le legislators to do this. I'm going to Phil's office, uh, or Congressman Rose's office, uh, as soon as time permits. Well, let us know, and we'll definitely sign it and supporting it. Well, we need we need uh, we need our legislative director Amy to. Uh, I've I've never written a. We need to pass the legislation at resolution at the state level first. Post level, uh, right, go up to state. But I don't know how to I don't know how to make an HR. We oh, had Christina we'll, we'll Roof and Ryan Gallucci a long time that's ago. That's what we have that to do. We have to pass the resolution through AMVETS at, right. at the post level, state level, and then take it up to the national level, and then Amy will take that and and start lobbying to congressmen. We passed this resolution. Well, the, the sons have already came and told me um, we already voted on it. Guess what? When we're when it's time, we're storming Capitol Hill again. Huh. Well, that'll be in February for us. Yes. We go in February to storm the hill. And so you need to be there. Oh. The first week of February. I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll Let's be do there. It. It's a date. All right. The Elks were founded based on the principles of the American flag. The Elks are dedicated to our veterans and our community. We honor our veterans on Memorial Day and on Veterans Day and throughout the year. 
We also support the Boys and Girls Club and sponsor a Christmas shopping trip to Walmart so the kids can buy presents for themselves and for their families. Thank you very much, and may God bless America. For as long as there are veterans, they will never be forgotten. If you're interested in the Elks, please go to TennesseeElks.org for a lodge near you. If you're a veteran looking to file for your service-connected benefits through the Department of Veterans Affairs, don't go it alone. AMVET's highly trained service officers stand ready to walk you through the process at VA regional offices around the country, helping you to navigate the complex VA system free of charge. With new presumptions for Agent Orange exposure and other conditions, AMVETS can offer you the advice you need to finally receive all of your earned benefits. In 2009 alone, AMVETS helped process more than 65,000 claims and appeals, securing more than $410 million in benefits. To find your nearest AMVETS service officer or to learn more, visit AMBETS.org. All right, folks, welcome back to AMBETS Radio Show number 74. What an absolutely awesome interview, and you did hear correct. AMBETS Radio has been invited to Tokyo, and I think that's a pretty amazing opportunity. Um, as I have learned, uh, if God uh, wants us to be there, he will definitely provide a way. Uh, I did want to mention uh, we're saddened to report that the past commander, of AMVETS post-1983, Ron Hot Dog Wilhelm passed away Saturday, August 11, 2018. Uh, he was age 88 of Hamilton, Ohio. He was born May 11, 1930 in Brookville, Indiana. He was a graduate of McGuffey High School in Oxford, Ohio, and served in the United States Army. He was also employed by Champion Paper for 40 years, retiring in 1990. And he was also a dedicated member of AMVETS post-1983, serving as commander, as well as holding other offices. Uh, he worked tirelessly and honorably to assist his fellow veterans. Ron, a.k.a. Hot Dog, was an avid fast-pitch softball player and was inducted into the Ohio Fast-Pitch Hall of Fame in 1987. Uh, the gathering for family and friends was today from 5 to 7 at uh, Webb Noonan Kid Funeral Home. Uh, with services that followed at uh, 7 Eastern. Uh, in lieu of flowers, memorial contributions can be made to Heartland Hospice at 3960 Red Bank Road, Cincinnati, Ohio, 45227. And condolences may be left for the family at web-noonan.com. We dedicate this show to Hot Dog. Now, our third and final interview is with a gentleman that I met about six months ago. He heard about AMVETS Radio. I actually called him up on the phone, told him about it. He listened to the show, joined us a couple times, and then decided to become a sponsor for the show. Uh, we would not be having this show if it wasn't for him, uh, as well as, of course, Post 45 in the state of Tennessee and uh, Post 1776 Nashville and the Tri-Cities Military Affairs Council. But it is truly because of him that we were able to get to the national convention. His name is Terry Reese. He is the department commander for AMBETS Arkansas. Uh, and what you guys don't realize is he had to spend 24 hours in a car with me, not to mention four days in a hotel room. And uh, if you can just imagine what that must be like. Uh, I'm sure after this interview, he's actually on hold. We're going to bring him back on uh, to talk about the interview. And then we have some major announcements, big. I wouldn't say as big as Tokyo, but I don't know. I really think it's bigger only because it's something that I never thought AMBETS Radio would do. 
and I'm not going to give you any more information. In the meantime, here is Terry Reese, Ambets, Arkansas, and our interview at the 2018 National Convention. Coming on the air now is uh, an amazing man who does a lot of work, who doesn't like to take credit for his work, and he won't. But the only reason why we are shooting this interview uh, right now uh, is because he um, made the commitment to make sure that AMVETS Radio would be at the National Convention. Um, the reason why this show has been on the air is because of you, sir. Um, your generosity, your heart, your dedication to your craft uh, has not gone unnoticed. Thank you, sir. And um, we finally got to meet and spend quite a bit of time together. We both snore pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> and while he, was, while he was bringing me over here, he was driving my car. And he was going around these real sharp curves. And I would reach around on the right hand side of the tail light. The curves were so, so Instead of taking I 75, we took a, a 100 south, didn't plan on it, but did. And uh, there's some 90 degree turns there that were brutal, Alex. Well, well here's the thing they were brutal because Perry can't follow directions and gets lost in the middle of Georgia. But no, but that's the reason why I have a GPS so I don't have to. See how nice that works? But, but, but you did get lost in Georgia even with your GPS. Well, it, it just took us a longer <laughs> way. It was, it, it was more of a prettier view. It was a beautiful view, but we, it, it, every, every three blocks, say, turn left, turn yeah. right, go two miles. Turn for right. literally, for over probably 500. Miles. Here's what we heard. <laughs> go a mile and a half. Go five miles. So what? We're driving. All of a sudden, we hear go 75 miles. We said, Hey, 75 miles a stretch. What's the possibilities of that? <laughs> now, brother, you've heard our guest of the last two days. When when you hear that Anvets Radio is going to Tokyo, Japan. In 2020, to hopes, well, to cover the stories of our nation's veterans who are, who are continuing service to representing the United States in our Paralympic Games. I mean, brother, this is this this wouldn't be happening if it wasn't for the help of the Department of Arkansas, the Department of Tennessee, Anvets Post 45, Jerry Reed Post 1776 out of Nashville. I mean. In many other places, but brother, you have been one of our biggest supporters, and now we're going to Tokyo in 2020. What what can you say about that? How does that make you feel? It makes me feel good, and it makes me feel like I'm I'm gonna go with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, for listen, the, for the, listen, for the price of two tickets, you can absolutely come with us. <laughs> no, not, no, no. First of all, I'm just kidding. First of all. Not only are you, are you a friend of, of Ambet's radio, but outside of Ambet's personally, Terry Reese, you are a very dear friend of mine, and we have become quite close. And and God willing, uh, I think that, that that you would be a great addition to Ambet's radio because you already are a part of Ambet's radio in many ways. But you know, I can't cover it all. So, um, but we'll figure something out. Because, you know, again, we can have, I mean, Fox News has more than one correspondence. 
So Amos Radio could have yeah. five or six different well, people reporting on what's going on. Harry, I mean, like you said, we could have as many shows a week as possible. We can. you going like this. What's going on in Arkansas? Well, mainly what I do at Arkansas is just run the, run the state, the post, and, and the bingo, and uh, try to get people to participate and work with me and try to get money raised for some of these the events like well like you for example I try to raise a little money for that and I try to raise well in fact we have raised I believe in the state of Arkansas we'll have about $600 for Elbet Radio this year and so that's going to be good maybe more who, who knows but uh, then I think uh, do you know any companies in Arkansas that would like to advertise with us not at this moment, but I, I can start act, asking, you know, but who, who knows, TDs, may or... I mean, you have to understand, everywhere we went, they thought he was mayor. So, I know. I mean, anything is, <laughs> anything is possible. They think I'm the mayor or the police. They police is what they think. <laughs> Governor, I don't know, Governor Terry Reese has a nice ring to it. Maybe, maybe representative. Yeah. <laughs> maybe Con representative. Congressman Terry Reese. Maybe great state. Hey, you know what? Bill Clinton started out as governor, and he he ended up in the White House. Bill Bill Clinton started out as as, as a attorney general. Attorney general. That's right. Then he went to governor. Then yeah. then the White House. I will never probably become Congress, but representative maybe, maybe. Yeah. They've asked me to do that, and I might. I've considered it, but I haven't hadn't decided for sure. But I, I, I'd help you with that. But, but I do do a lot of traveling, and I'm recognized quite well. And I will tell you this: we are going to build a uh, we're working on this right now in, in, the, in the city park for Veterans Memorial, and and if you want to come and see me at any time, I should be the statue on the Veterans Memorial in in Mount View City Park. Are you going to be the one holding the world? The Purple Heart. Are you the, uh, <laughs> well, no, no. What, the he, statue he, of Donis. What you don't know is that he is a Purple Heart recipient. And I'll be I'll be I'll be representing the Purple Hearts. Awesome. There, no, no. What, what, what I don't think you caught is they're making a bronze statue of him. I'm not foot tall. In the park of him. I'm done. <laughs> Ladies I and gentlemen, Ambed's Radio Post Seven, uh, <laughs> Show 73. Uh, Alex Conley is done at this point because uh, I, I can't compete with a, a nine foot tall bronze statue. Right. You just stick around. I'll protect you. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> you know, next thing you know, you're going to have the guy that they modeled the Rockefeller Center, you know, bronze statue. Right listen, there. the Olympic statues that this guy had and all the things he was saying, I was like, I mean, man, I mean, this is again, this yeah. is, we, I mean, we, to, to, to end, to end the, and again, of course, this is not going to be part of the National Convention Shows. shows because we'll, we'll do this and it's, this is going to be part of our following. we're online right now well, technically, well, no, it technically it is it technically is. it is yeah, we're, mean, we're I, supposed I to stop at 4 I highly uh, doubt that people are still like actively tuned in for the full thing I mean if, <laughs> if anybody is actually still actively watching that's great that's all awesome. so what can you do but but it is part of history yeah. It is. There's another thing. I will be a part of the Purple Heart Hall of Fame. Or Hall of in, Hall, that is in is. actually Newburgh, New York. In Newburgh, New York. I actually grew up so in Cornwall, New York. Also, if you want to, you'll be able to see me there for the rest of whatever. And actually, so, for any of you who don't know the Purple Heart Hall of Fame, any middle or any Purple Heart recipient, you can go there, and as long as you know their name. You can type it in, and you will find every Purple Heart recipient by that name. Every time somebody has received a Purple Heart, 
It is in that hallway. It is in that hallway. I actually grew up in Cornwall, New York, and I uh, I know that hall very well. Yeah. I remember it's right across the street from the New Windsor Cantonment. I have never been there, but I'm going. But hey, I will be there. I'll go with you. That's right. Hey, you can stay with me. That's my hometown. <coughs> we'll see how that works out. We can see how that goes. I mean, he did say that in the car. He he can pretty in between here in Tennessee. There's about eight or nine places we can stay at. He said he knows people. I know people from all across. All across Let's do this. We go to we go to my hometown, Perry. We can actually do it for West Point. I just wanted to make sure that you knew how appreciated you were and loved. Don't put too much love to it. <laughs> Respect, maybe. <laughs> but thank you. Thank you very much yes. for all that you've done and looking forward to the rent work. We we still have two more days left here and um but I just wanted to uh, to make sure that, that, that we did take some time to, to give you some honor, sir, for just being who you are. Well, I appreciate it because I, I do not take credit for nothing I do. You were right earlier, and I just do it because I love to do it, and I spend probably 30, 40 hours a week and probably two to 400 miles a week. Which you're going to start reporting, right? And I am yeah. going to start reporting. Every interest. Because yeah. that's in the end. Because you know Reed is going to call you to follow up to find out. And he's also and him to too. Oh, that's right. I'm, I'm going. So, um, but but uh, and and also too, you, you've been fighting for Ambet's radio in all these different meetings and keep bringing them up. And and thank you for for being the voice of reason for that. Because without you, without Dan Coob, without Reed, who's fighting also, and Commander Polk, who's fighting, and they're all. I mean, everyone's eventually. It will do what needs to be done. Yeah. What I'm going to say right now, if we don't get this at national, the, the finances we need, and even if we do get the finances we need at national, we still need the state. Each state needs to put out a little bit for money. Unexpected cost, travels, whatever it is, motel, whatever, whatever it may be. There's going to be another few dollars that the state should go ahead and send in. And I, I know Arkansas will, as long as I'm around. And uh, and uh, and uh, if, if we'll do this, this Alabama Radio could help us so much to, to get new members. And we, as we talk from this coming down, take them and listen to the radio station. Once they get the radio station heard. Give them an application. Okay, here. Most of them are going to sign up, I do believe, as we talked about. I think most of them will sign up on that. And I think that's a good idea. And you brought it up, and I just thought, I think I'm going to carry it out. I'm planning on uh, doing my part as long as I can, as long as I'm able. And I'm not going to ever back up whatsoever. You know, I'm going to keep pushing national. I don't care if they don't like me or not. I've had them to say, are you for real? Yes, I'm for real. Yes, I'm for real. This is the best tool AMVET has ever had, and we're going to use it one way. I mean, has AMVET ever gone to a Olympic Games? <laughs> I don't believe anyone AMVET has ever been there for it. I know a football game, <laughs> but that's about it. Well, we appreciate you very much, and thank you for sitting through this interview. I know you didn't want to do it, but it's, it was important for you to do it. Well, Ryan, let me tell you, Perry, that we started this show with fifty dollars here, twenty twenty dollars here. How about the three months when there wasn't any? Exactly. And we got the national to um, come on the show, and they realized how many 
people are actually listening to us, just not in the United States, but all over the world. All over the world. And this has opened National's eyes, I believe, to see how important this this radio show is. You have right you have the support of our current national commander, Marion Polk, and you have the support of our incoming national commander, Reed Riley. And so I believe that this is gonna keep moving. And we I, have the support from Jan Brown, who's right after him. Exactly. So ultimately, this will go out in a manner in which it was created. It's just getting there has been it's 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 it's, it's, it's been hands down one of the hardest projects I've ever worked on. But but I I've learned from from age and wisdom, and I think you can confirm this, uh, Terry, that things that have really uh, some really real value take hard work. It oh, takes yes. hard work. But we're on the right track. Without a doubt. We're definitely on the Without right. a doubt. Yes. You know, Perry, there's something that I probably would like to share if we have time. Go ahead. Across this year, and I get emotional, <laughs> this year I have been honored in the state of Arkansas, the Purple Heart chapter. I just recently got a quilt. I choose the axis when it was. It's a great feeling this year that I've, everything's happened to me that that veteran, all veterans should have. Amen, brother. I know I'm emotional, but I can't help it. It's all right. You're right. We all get this way sometimes, don't sure. we? Oh yes. Oh yes. Yeah, I'm about to cry. <laughs> <laughs> but but from from uh, from uh, March seventh, nineteen sixty nine. Fifty years, I got nothing. This year, I received it all. I can't even believe it. It's been great. It's an honor that you were long overdue. I would agree with that, but it's the first time I've ever put a Purple Heart tag on my, on my car. Right. But that, and I'm proud of it. And I'll never, ever be ashamed of it again. And I want to end this show with a word of prayer. Father God, thank you so much for giving us this technology. Thank you for opening up the doors that you and you alone can open. Thank you, Father, for all those that have served, that have died. For those that live now to serve others. I thank you that you made a way for me to come to this event, to do MBETS Radio. I want to thank you, Father, for Alex and his heart and his passion and his dedication to this show, to AMBETS, to Post 45, and all those veterans that are without a home that you've given him a burden for. Thank you for his heart and for being here. I thank you for Terry for his support and his love and his wisdom and the energy that he brings to the Ambets family. Thank you for those who are fighting for the show, that you would touch their hearts, that you would open every door that needs to be opened, close every door that needs to be closed. Thank you for Dan and his continued dedication to not only this show but to Ambets. I thank you for all the guests and those that have come on for the last two days. I look forward to the next two days coming up. ask that you would continue to 
<clears throat> give journey mercies to all those that are coming to and fro from this amazing convention and look forward to next year when we can look back and <clears throat> see your continued love and your continued um, mercy that you continue to show upon this country. For those that are in hospitals right now, Father, who have served this country in our suffering, I pray that you give them healing. I pray that you be with the doctors, that you would continue to provide ways for them to get the services that they so deserve. And I thank you so much, and I love you, and I ask these things in Christ's name. Amen. All right, folks, welcome back to AMBETS Radio Show number 74. That was the final interview for the 2018 AMBETS National Convention. But we've got 22 minutes left of AMBETS Radio Show 74, and I would like now to make a very special announcement, uh, one big addition that I never, ever planned or thought that would ever happen to this show is that it would grow beyond a radio show, and it clearly has. Um, we have a show every Tuesday, but one of the things that kept opening up, that kept happening is I kept at the convention meeting people who loved the show, and the idea came to me that wouldn't it be cool to have different correspondences out there in the United States, and I had the idea of wouldn't it be great to expand AMBETS radio throughout the rest of the week? And not necessarily on the air like we are now, but through our Facebook page and through our website. And so it, uh, it came to my idea one evening, uh, had a couple drinks, and I'm sure that that was probably one of the contributing factors. But the idea hit me, and so I invited our first correspondent. And then I had an idea, and I came up with a second one and third one. And now we have a total of four. And if you get an opportunity, go to AMVETSRadio.com and you'll see a map of the United States with a representation of our correspondences. And then when you click the map, it'll take you to a page that will be dedicated that will show you who the correspondences are. Now, it just so happens I have all four correspondences on AMVETS Radio now. Imagine that. But the first one I need to bring on, because we just interviewed him, is our brother Terry. And then we're going to bring on Antoine, our sister Vanessa, and we're going to bring Alex back on. Terry, how you doing, sir? I'm doing great. How about you, Perry? Sir, I am wonderful. I miss you. <laughs> oh, don't miss me too much. I'm here for too much. I'm just fine here back in the old dark mountains now. Now, wasn't that interview, didn't that interview come out good? A lot better than I thought it was. It came out really, really great. I listened to several of them, and, and I enjoyed all of them. And, uh, yeah, and it's just it's just a really, really good to be back home. And it's really, really good that I met you before, though, and I took that trip with you and, and I had that weekend with you over there. And seeing all the things that happened, but when I'm back home now and feeding my birds and feeding my animals, horses and cows and whatever, and uh, getting ready to start up that tractor. So yeah, it's great. Now, so uh, one of the things which which people don't realize, one of the things which people don't realize, and and if you're listening to Amvets Radio right now and you're a state commander, you're going to get a phone call from Terry, because Terry is going to ask you to help 
us keep Ambets Radio on the air. We tried to go to the convention and get it passed on a national level. It didn't happen. I don't know what happened. I don't have all the facts, nor do I need all the facts. All I know is we have one show left, which is going to be next Tuesday, and we are out of funding. My understanding is is we have some more checks coming from Arkansas, and just Terry's word alone is good enough for me. But I know he's good. But I, I know Terry, you've got a list of state commanders who you're going to call. Do you have any comments to, to add to that while we're on that discussion? I've already called one, and I will call the name of it is because it's not important. But I called them, and they said, and, and they said they would bring it to the to their table uh, the next meeting day, and. Uh, I see what they could do, and I and I got busy and didn't call any more yet. But I will start again tomorrow morning. Uh, call some more state. They do need to expect to hear from me because I'm I'm planning on calling every state in the union. So uh, if you're if you're out there listening, be expecting that call. Cause, uh, be prepared to come up to your next meeting and say, Hey, we need down that radio, and uh, and that's all. Get in here and pitch two hundred dollars, three hundred dollars, whatever we can afford, and and just and just. Um, Help this man out because he's doing a great thing for Ambets, and I and I think you ought to just continue to help him, and um, and let's make sure 2000, uh, 2020 we do get to go to, to Tokyo and all that and wherever else we need to go, and even if Nashville does go ahead and pitch in and go ahead and do whatever I would like for them to do, uh, there's going to be some hidden hidden expense. So the state needs to help do this too, and and just make it uh, make it work for Perry. It's it's a great show. Great tool to work with, and I think with this tool we can have a lot better ambit. So that's about all I have to say right now. Terry, I appreciate it, sir. You are the uh, new correspondent for Arkansas. Uh, I added you to it. That means that you'll have the ability to, uh, if you decide, uh, you can do any interviews. Uh, You can bring anyone on the show you want. And I'm going to go ahead and bring Alex back on. Alex, how you doing? You there, sir? Well, I'm still here, but, you know, we just ended poker bingo, and I only won once out of 25 games, so I'm a little heartbroken, <laughs> Perry. Well, you are also our correspondent now for West Tennessee, as you know. Yes, sir. So you and, and, and you're actually going to be running your first thing tomorrow. So what's going to happen, as I, as I announced, the Ambits uh, Radio Facebook page and website is going to now continue to feed news probably on a daily basis from here on out between all of our correspondences. So I just want to thank you, Alex, for not only being a co-host on this show, but for all that you do for Ambets and really look forward to whatever interviews or whatever – you bring to the table, brother. Well, Perry, anything that I see that helps our veterans that isn't currently being talked about, you know, you know me, if it involves our veterans, it deserves to be talked about. And when you first asked me to join Invets Radio, Perry, I, I, I couldn't help but say yes, because what you're doing and what we're doing at Invets Radio and now our correspondents, Vanessa, Antoine, Terry, and as we continue to grow, hopefully more correspondents throughout the country, um, you know, it's an opportunity to honor the veterans that don't have a voice. And we're giving them that voice here at Ambets Radio. So if you're interested in being a correspondent for Ambets Radio, here's the only require, you join, requirement. You join us on Tuesday for Ambets Radio. Second, 
You at least pr- do some kind of promotion for news in regards to AMBETS. Up on the AMBETS Radio Facebook page, you can even run live directly from AMBETS Radio. We just obviously ask that you watch what you shoot because, again, AMBETS Radio is a brand, and we want to continue to maintain the quality and integrity that people expect. Um, and uh, what I'd like to do is now bring on our first correspondent who was asked. She's got an amazing story, an amazing testimonial. We've actually heard her on our previous shows. And I'd like to welcome back onto AMBETS Radio, Vanessa Dillian. How you doing, my dear? Good evening. Hey. We had a blast, uh, didn't I'm we? Hanging in there, yes. Oh, wow. All the, all the exciting news. <laughs> Excellent training. There's a lot happening. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. And... You've got a couple quick announcements you want to make um, about some news and some upcoming information and some fundraiser information. So let's go ahead and open that the, the floor to you to be able to do that. And then we'll go ahead and bring Antoine on. And uh, in, in matter of fact, it even looks like Orlando's here to join us as well. We've got 14 minutes left, but go Vanessa. All righty, Perry. We um had at post 33, uh, they had a town hall meeting tonight. The immediate response that I got before they left to drive home, that it was a very productive and um, an excellent meeting. I'll have more to follow on that. Um, quickly, before I go into this next piece, I want to give a shout out to our past national commander, Miriam Polk, and all the other folks at the convention who uh, sponsored balloon release tags for our junior and vets at Post 23 here in Indiana, Hartford City. Um, and Dan Koob, because I started a fundraiser page, and uh, he was our first uh, person to donate on that. Now, going into the balloon release on September 15th, here at Post 23 in Indiana, our junior and vets are annually put on a POW MIA balloon release, and they will be doing their ninth annual balloon release this year, and they are raising funds for sponsor um, for those balloons and for the tags so that they can continue their program. On that same day, we have the Mike Van Ryan memorial ride that um, the, the riders do, and it's a free ride. So any riders out there, come take part in, in that ride. Um, we just received an Americanism Award there at the National Convention. Um, I'm working on getting an interview with the uh, recipient, Lee Williams, that got that. And we have sons and now a junior and vet who started the 22-a-day challenge for the push-ups. Today, I was able to, um, as a women veterans liaison, take part in a mission to assist a sister soldier, um, homeless with two children uh, in Georgia, and make contacts. And through this coalition of uh, women veterans that uh, are working together to help our sisters, um, she now is being set up in a hotel with uh, a week worth of funding. And we're getting her connected with the Department of Georgia and vets and boots on the ground. More to follow, awesome. Terry. <laughs> oh, there's no doubt about it. This is just the beginning, folks, because we've added these correspondences onto AMBETS Radio. So, And already our next correspondent has already done posting about it. And I'll tell you what, when it comes to social media, this guy's really got it down. I'd like to now introduce Antoine Thomas. Antoine, how you doing, brother? 
Well, I hope he's there. I bet he's saying hello, and we're going to run into that technical issue again. Antoine? Can you hear me? Oh, I hear you now. Okay, how are you? Wonderful. So glad we could meet, and in the manner that in which we met, Tower One. Yeah, we like literally ran into each other. <laughs> <laughs> and boy, did did we have fun with Alex and everybody that night with the with the uh, white clover uh, white clove princess. Tell me that wasn't a blast. <laughs> oh, it was totally unexpected, but enjoyable all all in the same. You know, it was unexpected. What can you expect at the convention? So it's all good. Well, first of all, thank you for your heart, brother. Thank you for your willingness to help Amets Radio. And uh, I know that uh, you bring uh, an amazing flavor to this vegetable soup called Amets Radio. And I uh, look forward to the future, brother. Yeah, I um. I, I really believe that uh, we are all stakeholders of AMVETS Radio because we're AMVETS, so we need to help one another spread the word about our mission to help veterans, not only here in the United States, but as you know, we uh, had a visitor uh, from the Republic of China uh, of the Taiwan um, delegate, delegate came and uh, spoke um, on behalf of their veterans. Um, as well. So we're not just an advocate for veterans of the U.S. Armed Forces, but we're advocates for all our allies that have helped us fight those wars and bring our men and women home. So I think that's also important to also mention um, that we're all brothers and sisters, no matter what region we hail from. Veterans are veterans. Yes. Without a doubt. And we've got exactly nine minutes. And for many of you who are listening, you might have caught the beginning of the show. Uh, but if you have not, I want to play a clip that I played again. And then I want each one of my correspondences to comment on this clip. Hold on. Let me get everybody muted while I play it. Because otherwise, if I don't do that, it's going to make a bunch of noise. And here we go, and, and after I play it, I'm going to start with Vanessa, and then I'm going to go to Alex, and then I'm going to go to you, Antoine, and then we'll go ahead and, and, and ask you and Terry his thoughts. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you know what you're worth, now go out and get what you're worth. But you've got to be willing to take the hits and not pointing fingers saying you ain't where you want to be because of him or her or anybody. Cowards do that and that ain't you. You're better than that. I'm always going to love you no matter what. No matter what happens. But until you start believing in yourself, you ain't going to have a life. Vanessa, I think you know what it's like to get knocked down and to get back up. Every time. Boots on the ground in Indiana. I am a warrior. Huh. (laughs) (laughs) I adore you so much. I'm so glad God introduced us. 
and your husband because he too is doing the 22 push-ups per day. And, Absolutely. Uh, and I just want to thank them too. Yep. We'll see. There you go. Alex, you know what it's like Harry, to be knocked I mean, down and to have to get back up, right? Well, I mean, that mountain won that day and it knocked me all the way down. It, <laughs> you know, well, many doctors told me I would never walk again and that the injuries I sustained were unrecoverable, just like they told Kevin Stone that he would never stand again outside of a assisted device. And Perry, I'm walking, I'm talking, I'm here today. And if you give up, that's exactly what you'll get. But if you put 110% in, there is nothing that you cannot accomplish. Ambet's carried Ambet's radio carried a big stick before, but now it's really thick. <laughs> oh yeah, and it's unbreakable. I, and I want to thank a branch you now. for every minute you spend, brother. Every minute you spend, I want to thank you. And Perry, I spend every minute for Ambet's radio because there's Ambet's out there that don't have that voice that we provide here at Ambet's radio. And you saw it during the homeless veteran special, the TBI special. The, the military sexual trauma special and we're going to keep doing it and we're going to keep providing it. And as this tree grows and with more and more branches across the U S we're going to give 110%. Antoine, do you know what it's like to, to fall and, and get back up? Uh, yes. I, I get, I should have an award for how many times can one be punched and I'm uh, still counting. So, uh, but I, I I love that clip. Uh, every time I hear that clip, I, I actually kind of tear up because uh, not only have there been struggles in AMVETS, um, which uh, Commander Herrera can attend to, but um, everything that I do, post-military, pre-military, uh, I've always done it for other people to have a voice. Being a musician, myself, and being in the entertainment business, um, that is a voice I used for many years to educate people on, uh, you know, struggles, because struggles always have been written in song. Um, so that's always been my voice to communicate with people in the world. And AMVETS is that other vehicle that um, I'm committed to ensuring that all our veterans are lifted up, no matter what the challenges are. But we all have to believe in our potential to be greater Um than what we believe ourselves to be. Because sometimes we put ourselves down because we haven't achieved what we set out. But that's the whole idea of being knocked down is it's always greater above the horizon. That's why we always have to come together. And being a correspondent, I think, is that beginning of helping each other help our AMVETs rise to their potential. Mm. Hey, Terry, do you have any idea what it means to get knocked down and have to get back up again? Man, what a clip that is and how real it is. I'm going to tell you, when I got down in Vietnam over there, I got, I'm the only survivor. Yes, I do understand. And I got back up from that, then I got knocked down a couple of other times. I mean, six broken ribs and four broken vertebrae. And walked, out, I walked out of a big hall about a quarter to half a mile. Yes, I understand. And that was a heck of a clip. And uh, you know what? My daughter was talking to me a little while ago, and she says, Dad, no matter whatever happens to you, she says, you always come back out. And I said, yes, but sis, one day I'll get old and can't do that. 
And she said, well, no, I'm not in no hurry to see that. And she said, you just keep trying. And I would like to say one other thing um, to the veterans that are out there that are down and out and hadn't got back up yet. I would like for them to call me if they would like, and I would do everything I can to give them some kind of help and, and try to get them back up on their feet. And there is help out there if we just all reach out to it. There's a crisis, and there's this, and there's that. And there's funding that, you know, um, some of the veterans don't understand that they have coming if they need it, you know, disability. So if if we can reach them, that would be great. And if they want to call me, they can. Thank you, Terry. Oh, I'd like now I to really bring on. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I, I was just going to say I really had a a, a great time in Orlando. I'm, I'm glad I took you with me. I'm glad you was able to spot, uh, put these shows on, and um, and I think it was. Um, I think I think everyone should should have appreciated it. what it's all about my friend it's what it's all about we've got two minutes left i want to bring on orlando he's also on hold great to meet you brother orlando you there i know i hear him hello what are you doing I was just uh, going over some paperwork while listening to the show. Nice, nice to finally meet you, brother. Thank you. Yeah, it's a pleasure. It's all mine. You know, it's great. You know, you this guys. This is just uh, the beginning, you know, isn't you, it? And you and yeah, absolutely. You and Alex are doing great work, and um, you know, and there's a lot of people that are benefiting from it. A lot of veterans are definitely benefiting from it. One thing's for sure, we're not going to give up. And, of course, you know what it, you know what it's like also to fall down and to get back up. We heard your story and your testimony. Yeah. What does that clip mean to you? Absolutely. Well, let's just say that um, the fight is ongoing, that uh, – the need for um, having a strong will is there despite all that goes on. And at the end of the day, you just keep on moving forward. You're absolutely right. Thank you, brother. Folks, this is Ambet's radio show number 74. We will have radio show number 75 next Tuesday. Again, if you'd like to make a donation to Ambet's radio, please email ambetsradio at gmail.com, and I will respond to you as quick as possible. Uh, We thank you so much for joining us tonight at Ambet's Radio. I want to thank all our correspondences who are going to begin to announce things on ambetsradio.com and on our Facebook page. Join us on Facebook and on the web. And as always, may the Lord continue to bless and guide you. And thank you for listening to Ambet's Radio. I never say goodbye. I always say until next time.